Welcome all ye who join us here today for the first annual M-Word Podcast State of the Union. I have here the president of podcast, Kyle J. Turner, to, to, to give us the state. Kyle, what's happening? Yeah, no, state, state of the podcast looking real good. Definitely real good. Just got back from PodCon. Got to meet a lot of people there. Loving it. Uh, definitely everyone's saying that it's better than any podcast I've ever listened to. And that's a fact because they said it. So thank you so much for listening. And, um, and I definitely think that no one can overtake us. We're the top of the charts as long as those charts are in the Philippines for some reason. And, um, and, and I think we're doing real good. And I think that by the end of the today, everyone's just going to be chanting. What are they going to be chanting, M- Mrs. Speaker, Madam Speaker, Mr. Speaker? It's the M word. Right? Yeah, no, it is. You got it. Oh, you got it's it. the it. You got it. Yeah, you got it. No, wrong voice. Hello, boys, and welcome to oh, the God. M Word. Oh, no. What's happened? A millennial podcast solving millennial problems. I'm your West Coast old boy, Emeritus Connor. <laughs> I'm your Lone Star Millennial, still talking this way, Kyle. I'm going to see how long I can talk like this before Kyle turns off the feed. <laughs> That'll be a fun experiment, I think, for all of us to see how long it takes for people to destroy their phones. <sighs> you know, we're just two boys trying to solve each other's problems and hopefully maybe one day a generation's, hopefully the world's, honestly. I think that's the next step. You know, we've conquered this country. Everything's looking on the up and up if you just look around. <laughs> yeah. Just look around. Everything looks great if you're looking only in your closet. We've definitely solved all the problems. Connor, the biggest problem I have right now is is that we're, we're separated again. This is no longer in the flesh. Kyle... You're so far away from me. It's a, it's absolutely insane. Also, I'm, I'm at a real shitty setup right now with my, my parents' old laptop because I don't have mine. Very, very good. Listen, guys, Kyle, I guess mom, if you're listening in. Okay. As you all know, I'm a student boy of formal education, but I'm also a student boy of online participation. And Kyle, I'm really proud of my newfound skill. Are you now? Um, yeah. I put a deep, deep inside of my heart and deep inside of my brain. And what I'm going to do now and what I'm going to do forever, and will people will love me for this. Yeah. I am a now certified fact checker. Oh, didn't know that you could um, get certified in that. It seems like a more recent thing that may have kind of started that profession around 2016. I don't know why that, that comes into my brain as something that definitely needed to exist around the year 2016 of our country. Yep. Facts exist. Yeah. And I, for those of you who like John Green and Hank Green and Crash Course, if you go online and you look it up and listen, I'm telling you, certified fact checker, so you got to trust me, watch it, and you will also, you too can check facts. Is a certified fact checker something like a sommelier of wine? So do you kind of like taste the fact no. and you go, hmm, that has that ha- that has hints of bullshit. I don't know. Hmm, hold on, hold on. This, yes, yeah, so this came from, yes, this came from 4chan. I know Nothing. the region. <laughs> the region is 4chan and it smells of shit. What's crazy and really progressive of this internet website video series is that somehow they were able to integrate the taste and the smells 
of the internet into physical form for you, the fact checker, to do, which is like half the certification, right? They send you the box in the mail. They say, plug this into your computer, turn it on. It's going to get hot. That's normal. You're going to see steam come on. That's normal. Put your nose right above it. If you feel weird in your toes, that's normal. Make sure your webcam is uncovered, please. Feel free to express your thoughts, your feelings. Your your, body. Everything to do with your body. Yeah. Everything you can do by yourself, do in front of this thing. And Kyle, I never thought I would learn more about my world and my planet now that I know what is fact and what isn't. I mean, that's that's it. I do think this may be something that you, you probably could have just learned in general on, um, you know, on the old public school. What? what? Pu- public school? Yeah, I feel like they're used fact to fact be- checking. Yeah. Kyle, come on. Smell the salts that come out of the machine, dude. <laughs> what does that phrase mean? <laughs> Whenever you plug in the fact checking machine in your computer, you smell the salts, you feel it in your toes and you know what's going on. Wake up and smell the salts. As they say. You know, you know public school is sometimes not right. That's never been a, a case as far as my Texas public school education. Fact checking says that if they're wrong once, they're wrong forever. Oh, how about that? And that's that must be how that works, huh? If someone is incorrect once, you go, all right, Google. <laughs> not anymore. More, more like... Fugle for um, false for false. It's fugle for false. Fugle for fools. For fools. Um, Kyle, have you ever had a formal fact checking education? No. And and um, and can I be honest? I've never cared about anything less in the world. That's because you're a born liar. That's true. That is a true statement. You can ask my parents. I lie. All the time to when I was a kid. And you were like, I feel comfortable. Oh, yeah. I was like crying, but I was just like, never mind. It's like fine, I guess. You were like, (laughs) this is all fine. Whatever. I love it here already. Merry Christmas to me, I guess. (laughs) This whole birthday thing the day after Christmas is really going to bunch my munch if you get what I'm saying. And that's just kind of what I said. Also, I didn't have teeth, so I thought that was weird. <laughs> and, and the parents are just like, is this normal, Doc? At this point, I was the third child, so they didn't give a shit. They were just like, is this normal? I Put don't care. Put it in the crib. Let's just hope he has all his kidneys. Hey, here's a here's a fact. Here's a fact for you. Didn't have all my kidneys. Thanks for <laughs> checking on that, check Doc. That, mom. <laughs> Thanks for checking on that, Doctor Mom. My mom's not a doctor. No, legally, yeah, I but have they to should say that. feel that, you know. They should have just d- dove in there. What? My skin was so, my bones were so no. brittle. They could have just moved them around to check. Yeah, like this, they're like, this is a he- a bone, a heavy boned baby. We don't, we don't. It's the weight that it needs to be. Yeah, he definitely has all his organs. Yeah, That's, there's no way. The '90s medicine was a, a wild west <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Wild west of the of the of the medical history, yeah. Kyle. And this is important. Where your kidney is supposed to be? Yeah. Have you checked for secret scars? No. Um. No. I haven't really dived in there myself. I have been told that that's where my soul is now. It moved. <laughs> it moved. It finds the space that it needs, yeah. and it just caresses just so so subtly. Exactly. Most of the time, it's hiding behind the liver. Um, and that's why alcoholics can't be saved. But, <laughs> oh my god! 
But mine moved down because I saw the space that was uh, left from my left kidney, which it does, does not exist and has never existed. And my soul said, I'm going to just chill here with my the intestines and whatnot. I don't know if there's intestines over there. Probably. Just, yeah. That's why you're obsessed with shit. <laughs> that's why. It makes so much sense. It's like d- deep in my soul. I am terrified that the doctor went in was like, ma'am, you can go to the other room now. I'm going to make sure that Kyle is ship shape for the world. Yeah. And then he did all the old slice and dice and snagged that kidney. Yeah. He, he just dropped it in his britches. Yeah. And then he took- And then he, <laughs> he sewed you back up and said, he's fine. The blood is from my medical instruments. Yeah. I didn't appreciate that he also put the soul there. I think that's what doctors do, right? The doctors get a soul from the soul bin and they put right. they put that up up you- <laughs> I think I don't know how, how did the doctors get the souls into babies they pray so hard right in front of you and then you're like okay this isn't like weird or like okay I totally accepted this to be happening to me right now I totally have free agency over what's happening so Connor I mean that's a funny joke but I'm talking medically how do they medically get the soul in there I'm not ready to be joking around about this. I need to know how the doctors Kyle, get medically you think the soul. Your soul in there. comes in after you come out of your mother. Yeah, because that's yeah, that's obviously when because that's when life begins, Connor. No. That's, that's that's what they say. I'm pro life. No, what do you? Th- <laughs> oh, bother! I, I'm pro life. I'm pro the life right then. Pro pro the life like right there. It, but Kyle, listen, this is important. You need to know how the soul gets into you. And it's honestly way earlier than you think. I flush souls down my drain every day. Oh, God. You're talking about jerking off. What? what? Okay. No. All right. It comes in the bottle of wine your mom drinks before she she gives birth. Joke's on you. My mom doesn't drink wine. She drinks cheap Bud Light. Ha <laughs> ha. Gotcha. Gotcha, idiot. There's There's no soul in Bud Light. It can't get in there. It's so bad. It's such a bad beer. I've never, I don't, Kyle, this is really, I'm very proud to say that I don't think I've ever actually drank Bud Light. I've never put it in my body. Oh, no, I definitely have because we've all made mistakes and I think um, we can deal with I that. Know, I, no, I know. I'm trying to say I never made that mistake. Yeah, therefore, I'm better than you. I don't think it's that you're better than me. It's that you just haven't experienced enough. Connor. This is the first time in a while that we've done video with our uh, with our podcasting, and you know me. I normally don't like to call out the visual gags that we do with each other over this thing, but for some reason, you've rolled up your sleeves into a very Grease the Musical-esque <laughs> stature, and um, and it's and, and it's working, I guess. <laughs> Kyle, what are you talking? I've been I've been working out all winter to get that sweet. Sweet midwinter bod. <laughs> only, only the shoulders I see though, and so that's cool. Just work no, out them shoulders. You know how they talk about getting, you know, cut. Yeah. Well, nothing accentuates certain body parts like not working out others. Yeah, and the so shoulders are why, the most important. The shoulders are doing all the work. I know you can't see this, but I'm doing like an arm, a shoulder press workout motion. Listen, it's honestly, Kyle. Yeah. It's a little toasty in here, which is surprising because that sweet polar vortex that's coming to the rest of the country, which I didn't know was a thing 
Everyone Someone else said, yeah, the polar vortex is coming. Oh, you know the about the polar Arctic vortex. The Arctic tornado is taking down half the country. You knew about the polar vortex. We all no. knew about the- Oh, where are you been? You people out in California, you're so disconnected from the world. And that- yet we are the world. Connor. Who rules the world? Hollywood. Connor, I'm ready to solve problems. That's what we do here. This is what we exist to do. We are a millennial podcast solving millennial problems. I want to solve problems. Are you ready? Hold on, let me get ready. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of start you off. God, <laughs> shit. I love Reddit usernames. Um, so this comes from Reddit user Bubble Farts Rock. <laughs> Bubble Farts Rock. Bubble Bubble fa- Rock Band. All right, ready? Yep. Bubble Farts Rock asks, where the fuck can I buy a bell? Oh, dear. I've been I've been trying to find a small bell to potty train my dog. I've been at Walmart for like a half an hour with no luck. Don't want to order online. Any suggestions? I need a bell. Damn it! Give me a bell. All right, let's let's do this because I I, I hate I hate shopping in retail stores. Yeah. Because the experience is always complete shit. Yeah. I walk in. I want to find something. They have signs over half the store that say, you know, this is where we keep shoes with like a question mark. And then whenever I go up to the associate, I'm like, hey, where are your staplers? And they're like, it's in shoes question mark section. Right. And I'm like, how the fuck would I know that? But then you go over there and what you didn't know is that those were only industrial staplers. And then you go back to the lady and you're like, I just need like a regular ass stapler for like paper. And she's like, oh, well, you have to go to the lube aisle then. And it's just like, why do you just have an aisle called lube? It's so slippery. I can't stand up. So if you're so he, he said it was in Walmart. Yes, he is currently, they are currently at Walmart for like half an hour. Can I suggest going to one of those little customer service stations where they have a little bell and you ring that bell and you get somebody to show you where the bells are. And I think that's just kind of fun. And I really think that that that, that salesperson, that retail salesperson, is really going to have a good story to tell. And be like, honey, you're not going to believe what happened. This guy, he comes over, he rings the bell. I go like, hey, what do you need? He goes, I need a bell. And I'm like, oh, what? That's so oh, weird. You just, rang, you just rang that Welcome. one. Welcome. Welcome to Walmart. And then I had to I'm tell so him that- I'm happy we, to see you. Then I had to tell him that we don't sell bells. Um, and he didn't take that well. And I'm my, my, my body's broken. They only we bought this bell from Target. Yeah, that's where Walmart gets all its bells is from Target, the bell store. But let's just say what's the farts nuggets can't go bubble to farts a rock. Let's just say bubble nuts can't go to a different store because he's limited on gas. And they don't want to order online, which is a problem. That's what you should have done in the first place. You wanted that instant gratification. God, I can't How? wait for Amazon drones to just drop off a bell at my house in two hours. Ugh. How can you turn the fruits or vegetables of Walmart into musical instruments? It's not that easy. And I'll tell you why. First off, you want to choose fruits and vegetables because you want to be able to find the place. Everybody knows what fruits and vegetables are in a Grocery store. Yeah. Because it's the coal part of the store where you feel like you should have brought your jacket and you're like, oh, should I have brought my jacket? Oh, yeah, I definitely should have brought my jacket. You know you're there. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 So let's think what are the hardest fruits? Because you need a solid vibrating item. I don't think this is going to be helpful, but I saw 
last year a movie named Call Me By Your Name. And in that movie, he oh, had he, no. he, he took a peach. And I don't know how else to say this. So grandma, turn off the podcast. Grandma, did you turn off the podcast? I love you, Grandma, but get out of here. You're not going to like this. He fucks the shit grandma, out of me. Grandma, get off oh, the shit. podcast. Ah, oh, damn it, Grandma. She didn't get off. She heard you. Grandma, I'm so sorry. Oh, who cares? You probably had sex before. Um, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how the, the Great War affected sex. <laughs> um. Anyway, he fucks the shit out of that peach. He just loves that peach. And oh, my God. It's a real messy peach. So could that be a bell? Because it, clearly it's there's stuff in the inside. Like come, so so first <laughs> get get the peach. Yeah, y- use it as you will for yourself y- with a condom. For, for, be nice, you sick sick boy. Yeah, you don't want to get anyway. Clear it out. You don't want to get peach at, IV. That's very good. Thank you. You clear it out. Get all the business out of there. Then you got yourself a hollow bell form. Yes. Okay. Yep. Then next, put in a dinger. Now, a dinger can be many different fruits or vegetables. Ooh! Okay, are you ready? Okay. Go to the nuts aisle, which is always next to the vegetables aisle. Because that's how they grow together. Get some small peanuts, put it inside the peach. Yeah. Tape up the hole you made with your man business. Yeah. Or a female business. Anyone's business, you know. Anybody's business can fuck a peach. Exactly. Tape over the hole you made. And you got yourself a maraca, which is better than a bell in the first place. I think we figured it out. That one's easy. That one, God. (laughs) Next. Next. How about this one? This one's just kind of a helpful little question I think is really going to help us all out. This comes from Reddit user Blardy97, which, so I assume that means that they were born in the year 1997. So that's just something. And they reference Blardy Slartfast. That's is that, from... <laughs> Oh, from Hitchhiker's Guide, which I yeah. now understand. I've read the first book. I'm reading the second book. I am existing in that world now. Blardy97 says, what's going on with net neutrality? Did it work out? That's all they said. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Did, did it work out? That they, hey, did that big net that we made for neutrality, did that catch something? Did that work out? Are we good now? You know, if you live in California, we're good. Or maybe it's Los Angeles. I don't know. One of the good parts of the place that I live challenged the bullshit that happened. So I'm happy. I'm set. Well, that's so pleasant that just the world's going good for you outside of the polar vortex. So you're not freezing. I just had a notification pop up that tonight, the night we're recording, which is like the first night of the polar vortex, that apparently it will be colder in Chicago than it will be in the Antarctic. So that's that's kind of fucked up. Um, but thank God, Connor, you're doing well. And that's that's what matters. That's all that well, matters. Well, they said, how's it going? And I mean, to me, it's great. Yeah, what's going on with net neutrality? I don't know, but it's good for me. Hey. Ho-ho. Hey. Listen, from a fact-checking perspective, he's oh, wrong. Oh, did you see that, that perspective? It just walked on by. That was so weird. That's so weird how it did that. Hi. <laughs> where, where did that go? Bye. What? Um, yeah, so net How's neutrality. How's it going for you? Or Listen, are you trying to cover this story? Because honestly, you haven't done the research. I've done the research. Hey, net neutrality is still broken. So we broke it. Somebody broke it, and it got real broken. 
Uh, luckily, here's the thing. No one knows how the internet works. And that, so that's the next step. That's what we're going to figure out. And honestly, the next problem that I have is going to help us out a whole lot with Kyle, that. fact-checking, you're exactly right. Not a single goddamn soul knows how it works. Exactly. And this is going to help with um, the next Reddit user, which I just read their name and I don't like it. So I'm not going to say it. Um, because it's, it's okay underscore, and then they use like a liberal slur and I didn't like it. So I'm Is not going to say it. No, no, it's not. Anyway, they ask. Is it libtard? Yeah, it is. And you said it. Why'd you say it? Don't... Because I wanted to, because we got to use it as power. We got to take it back? No, whatever. Um, they I'm ask. I'm taking it back. So tons of people are learning how to code now. Obviously, this is Kyle parentheses editorial so that they can understand how the internet works because no one understands it right now. Um, Back to the question, what happens in a few decades when there are millions of us that can code? I mean, first of all, I'm pretty sure there are already millions of people who can code. (laughs) Like, I think... When there will be dozens of us. (laughs) Dozens! What am I gonna do when there's iPhones? Like, there's like 10 of them. What are we gonna do with them? Straight up, people ask... What what's gonna come out to iPhone ten? iPhone eleven? Nothing. Which is a terrifying Because the pop. iPhone the iPhone is a dying product. That's fucking right. It, they're all gonna go. Yeah. Um so yeah, what are we gonna do? Now here's something, Connor, I would like us to discuss. And it kind of helps this person, it kind of not. I think you remember how in history do you remember the French Revolution and the American Revolution? You remember that period? Oh, yeah. I was over there. Yeah, the 1700s. Yeah, it was super shitty. Back then, you know, the French was the global language. Everyone needed to speak French if they wanted to be diplomatic. And so if you wanted to talk with another country, you had to know your language. You had to know French because French was the common language. What's happened over the last few hundred years? Oh, hey, I'm English. And I oh, say, hi, I'm English. I, it's only me now. Yeah, get out of here, like France. You. And it, we kicked its butt with our F words. You, and that's why French, the French hate Americans so much, is because we we made English the better language, even though it's it's definitely uh, worse, just kind of to learn in general. Right. But, you know, honestly, I'm okay with it. Well, here's the thing, Connor. You better be okay with it for now, because it's not going to last. The next no! global language, the next global language is going to be the robots. That's right, code. It's all going to be code. Oh, my God. It'll be so inefficient. I'm going to walk up to somebody and be like, 1-1-0-0-0-0-1-1-1-1-0-0-0-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-
and I don't know what that says. But yeah. if it said something like, the Lord layeth down the rock, and it was good. Yeah. And I was basically trying to tell you to, like, put down the mic. Just put down the mic. Yeah, they just yeah. got to dump the mic. Um, I can't think of any Bible verses, and something tells me I don't want to. So I'm really failing here in this scenario of trying to code with Bible verses, because I've forgotten all of them except for the good one, that's John 3.16, that says, um, for God so don't, coded the whole world. Um, that he, he accidentally gave it a bug, and the bug was that his son, yeah. his only son, yeah. was sent to essentially hell. <laughs> Execute program. That's and how that one ends. He, oh, no! That's how that one ends. Spoiler alert, I guess. God, people won't stop spoiling the fucking Bible, and it makes me so mad. Yeah, don't tell me how it ends. Like, Jesus, literally, don't. Ugh. What are they doing? How about I tell you another... Well, let's talk about another problem. Um, This one... You know what? I'm going to do one that's real different and not related to anything with code or kind of the world dying or anything like that. This comes from Reddit user Daddy Short Pinata, who uh, says, Does anyone feel anxious when walking in public? Like, everyone is watching you walk, and that makes walking feel unnatural and weird. It's most likely anxiety, but it happens to me all the time. Does anyone feel anxious when walking in public? No, that's freaking stupid. That's such a stupid thing to feel. Anxious anxious whenever you're in public? Yeah, that sounds like something that I've never felt in my life. I've never been anxious in public. It's something that's definitely never, never touched you or your body or kind of been anywhere near you. Anytime anybody has even thought about that, I laugh and scoff and I say, this is stupid. Here's the thing, Daddy Short Pinata. You should be anxious because I'm here to tell you, you got weird legs. What's with those <laughs> legs, Daddy Short Pinata? What are you doing with those things? I want to I wanna go back and say, Kyle, I need you to be way easier on Daddy Short Legs because even though I didn't write that, oh my God. That was written on the walls of my heart. And here's what you do, Mr. Short Legs. I never said they were short legs. legs. It just says short pinata. Listen, Mr. Short Legs. First of all, is that the reason that you're so self-conscious? Because if so, honestly, fuck them. Yeah. Also, could it be because you're carrying around a pinata and and saying you're its daddy? Have you considered that? Maybe because then people are definitely watching you while you're walking. And like that anxiety is true. <laughs> Why are people? Oh God! Everybody's looking at me, and I don't get it. Okay, I'm only carrying around three pinatas for my several birthday parties. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's. And yes, they have weird Disney faces on them, drawn by me. Okay. <laughs> Based on memory. <laughs> That's nothing. I I couldn't I couldn't pull up a picture. <laughs> They're all drawn from memory. Here's the tricks. Sunglasses, noise-canceling headphones, a cool demeanor, big old shoes. No one's going to bother you if you're wearing big old strong shoes. I feel like it's more difficult to walk in big shoes. I feel like that that's more difficult. They do say here later on, I don't usually go outside, but I feel normal when I'm at home. But once I'm out in public, my legs don't work like they used to before. I look down and watch every step, and yet it still feels weird. I think this person's having an outer body experience, an out of body experience. 
<laughs> also an outer body. It's I part think of his outer body. has a legitimate anxiety issue and he needs to go to a therapist. Yeah, so maybe that's another thing. Hey, don't go to Reddit with your sometimes, medical problems. Sometimes the problems that need to be solved are need to be done by professionals. And honestly, that's the least dubious advice we've ever given. That's true. Hey, Connor, why don't we talk about physics for a second? This, for a second? For a second? Can we talk about physics for a second? Reddit user Milky is me <laughs> says, what would happen if every passenger on an airplane got up mid-flight and started collectively jumping? Physics. Physics the happens. captain would be pissed. That's right. Because he's Guys! like, I don't, I don't have room to jump in Guys! here. Guys! I can't jump. Okay, hold on. Does hold on, <laughs> Jerry. Can you do it? Can Does you this hold thing? On to that steering wheel? Jerry's already back there jumping. God, Jerry. He's so mad. He always gets, he always gets left out of that shit. God, I wish I wish planes had something like an automated pilot, like an auto, uh, like an automated pilot. God like an, damn like, it! Like a computer system, something that can hold the steer. It's stupid. It's sci-fi, Kyle. We gotta stop talking about this bullshit sci-fi fantasy. I honestly, can we do just hit small tangent real quick? Why do planes still have pilots if we definitely have drones that can f- fly and also autopilots in those planes that have pilots? It seems a bit redundant. Kyle, did you not see Sully? I did, but there's those. Then you would know that computers don't get birds <laughs> computers don't understand they don't birds understand their wing patterns yeah they're flying it's like how do you move your wings and fly where are your jet engines i th- where are your pilots i think the problem was not that they didn't understand birds it's that that the american plane computer didn't understand canadian geese so I think it was an international uh, problem. You know, it wasn't an international flight. I nope. I think so. That's nope. pro- if it You're had absolutely an, right. If it had an international computer, it would have known all about those Canadian geese and how they love to fly in the engines. <laughs> it's like <laughs> their favorite me, thing. I and and I haven't done this yet, but I'm surprised I haven't. Looking out the window to make sure there aren't any birds flying around when I'm flying. That's something you do. Yeah, I can. I'll call the captain. I'll go beep beep beep. Whenever you dial nine one one in the sky, it sends you to the captain. <laughs> you say, "Captain, hey, I saw some. I saw some flying UFOs over there, and that's that's that could be it. Could be a bird. Could be plane. Could be a saucer. Right? Just be careful. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> thanks, Sky Dad. <laughs> thanks, Daddy. Daddy. Thanks, Sky Daddy. Dad of the thanks, Dad of the Winds. I like that because it makes him sound like he's a pilot, but also like a jazz musician. Hey, thanks. thanks. Hey, thanks, Daddy of the Winds. Thanks, Daddy of the Woodwinds. Can, can I talk about a ta- a tactic that um, I learned about because I am living at home? So here's the thing: when I'm living at home right now, waiting for my apartment so I can move into my apartment in a month, it's going to be a good month. But I am no longer solely responsible for what I view on the television. And a few weeks ago, I was watching a TV with my dad. Mostly I was on my phone, but my dad was watching a movie. And he put on a good Nick Cage flick, which is just a phrase you don't hear enough. Um, (laughs) Nope. A good Nick Cage flick titled Left Behind. 
of course, uh, based on the world-renowned best-selling series yes. Left Behind about yes. the Christian rapture as, Kyle, as it is. Small interruption. Did you read those books? Uh, yeah, I did. Definitely did. And I'm not joking. Did you read those books? Yeah, no, I did. I really did. That's something that I, happened. I also read those books, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I read them when I was like 12, and there was like 18 of them, I think. And honestly, all I can remember is that I actually really liked it. Like, I really liked everything. Kyle, fuck. Wait. What was the question? About what? What was the user's question? We're I forgot it. We're talking about jumping on an airplane. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Shoot. So, so wait. What? Go ahead. Okay, no, you so, go ahead. So here's the thing, right? So I want to see this. In the beginning of Left Behind, so Nick Cage is a pilot who is flying a plane when the rapture starts. And when the rapture starts, everybody, like, a bunch of people disappear and their clothes are left behind, right? So they're mid-flight, and he has to turn around, and everybody's freaking out on a plane. They're all freaking out. So what does he do? He depressurizes the cabin and makes oxygen things drop out of the little thing. So on purpose to force everybody to sit down, shut up, and take on some pure oxygen. And it calms everyone down. I think you could do that. If everyone on your plane just started jumping up and down, pilot, all he's got to do, I think, is crack a window. I think that's how they depressurize it. They just crack one of the windows up there in the, in the, sky, in the sky pit. And then uh, they depressurize its oxygen masks, uh, pull down. And of course, you put yours over your face first before you uh, handle a baby or an elderly person. Um, they can die. It's fine. But you need to handle you, according to the flight attendants. And then everyone's calmed down. There's no more jumping. I figured it out. I've solved it. What a journey you've taken me on. I also don't like... watch that movie. It's a bad movie. Yeah, that I think goes without saying. Is there a way to trick your pilot into thinking that Left Behind has happened? You know, one thing I've noticed, I've you know flown a, a bit recently. Um, and one thing I've noticed, pilots are really weary of being tricked. And I, <laughs> and I just don't... <laughs> It seems like they've put a wall up <laughs> up around themselves. <laughs> and I don't understand. They're, God, they're just so they're so walled off. They're, yeah. Why aren't they more vulnerable? It's with like, us? hey, just like kind of let me in and uh, hey, let's find out who you are as a person. Hey, let me knock knock knock. Let me in. Open the cabin door. I want to see all your instruments. You know what I wonder every time? I think every time I see a pilot, I think what's going through that pilot's mind? And you know what's going through that pilot's mind? Why don't people clap whenever I land the plane anymore? That people used to clap. You remember when that was a big thing? Nobody claps anymore. Yeah, I I remember that happening when I was in the womb. It's because, sure. it's because no one had cell phones then. So it was like, hell yeah, good job. I love this. We were flying and I loved it. Now with our cell phones and our iPads and our G Google tablets and our switches, everyone, nobody cares. They're like, oh, did, were we in the sky? I had no clue. Oh, we hit the ground? That was harder than I wanted it to be. Why can't we land in the clouds? Why can't we? Why can't you just make this? If my Tesla can drive out of the garage by itself, why can't you get this softly onto the ground instead of doing that little double bump? That pilot double bump. That's what they call it. Kyle, what else we got? This one is more of a kind of an open-ended one. I really thought we should get, allow our, some, some space to really solve this person's problem. This comes from Reddit user Possum. And they say... How do I become a better teacher? How do I teach better? How do I become a new and better teacher? 
These are things, Connor, we can affect generations. Millennials, there's so many millennial teachers now. There's a ton of us. We're all saving the world, I think, maybe. And also going on strike because we need money. So, I'm not a teacher. I met some teachers. I know teachers. How do we become better teachers, Connor? Is there a way that we can go back to apprentice-style teaching? So, you... Listen. Okay. Let me finish. Okay. Kyle, let me finish. Oh, yeah. Do you need some more time to think, or do you want me to just... No, I'm done. That was it. Just apprentice-style. Everybody only has one student... Um, you oh. train them in your craft. You don't have a choice. You all have to either become a swordsmith or a file assistant or, you know what I mean? Everybody's just got that one job. And so, like, you teach better because you only know one thing. Connor, what are you expecting me to say to that suggestion? What do you think I'm going to say? Connor, I love it. I love you. I'm moving to LA. I can't wait to be your apprentice. Connor, that 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 was a, a bullshit answer. And I'm never going to move to LA now because I can't be near such bad answers. <laughs> to be fair, that could have gone either way, depending on what you said, just so you know. It just it was kind of up in the air, really, when you really when you sit, sit and think okay, about it. Okay, Mr. Smart. Yeah. What's your answer to education as a whole? Crows. Crows are the smartest. You and these birds. Crows are the smartest birds. They can teach anything: calculus, <laughs> physics, home economics. God, they're so good at home economics. They're so good at home economics. <laughs> oh man, FFA. Yeah, they're really good at FFA. Unless uh, that one week, you know, that one week of FFA. FFA where you where of the future farmers of America that one week in that class where you have to make a scarecrow they don't like that one they're not good with that lesson no also don't bring them worms <laughs> yeah they don't like the worms they do like the apples what do crows eat bugs give bugs. them some bugs connor let's i think we've uh, we've helped out the teacher i got one last problem for you to solve and this one's a big one. That's why I saved it for last, because it's something that affects us all. This comes from Reddit user Grillwurst. Grillwurst. And they ask, do you ever get over the fact that society is designed to run from nine to five? Like Dolly Parton's working nine to five. They had a whole bunch of shit here in the description, but basically they're saying, hey, I've graduated. I'm working a real job now. And this fucking sucks. Why is everything got to be open from nine to five? Why is this the life we've chosen to live as a society? What's going on? Why is Chick-fil-A closed on Sundays? You know, Kyle, we're here to solve problems. And this person's got a big one. And I'm not going to lie. I have had a problem with this. Or I've actually, interestingly enough, I've had the opposite problem. So I, I work retail. And so I always work days that... Everybody else is off. I work weekends. Yeah. I work nights. And it's essentially the op- whenever people get off of work, I am now working. So that way people can come to me to get help. And it fucking blows. Yeah. But what, because I, no. now I'm I'm not the same as where everybody else is. I'm I, I am the anomaly. I can't I'm the opposite end of person, you know? Yeah. And nobody wants to be there on their on their weekend, on their days off, you know? Nobody wants to be with you at the store. Nobody does. No. Nobody wants that. They, 
They don't want to see me. <laughs> so and, and it's rude for them to tell you them tell you that. It's not nice of them to say that to it's you. It's not nice of them to slap me in the face and say, No, we don't like you. No, so I'm not here to tell you the grass is always greener, but you do have options. Option one, quit your job and start an Elon Musk style company. Yeah. Option two, go in later, tell your boss, this is my hours. Listen, I love you, but I can't stand this. And I would be happy to work for you just at a different time than you want me to. Yeah. I, so I am reading the rest of this person's question and it does seem like they, their biggest problem is just with the general 40 hours of, of work that they have to do. <laughs> so it seems like that they just don't like that much. And, and I, I recently started a big boy job at an office. And um, my office hours, though, are from 8 to 6. Um, and, and I get an hour for lunch. So that's nine hours of working a day, which sucks. And that's five days a week. Um, and so that's a whole lot of time. So I get this. I get you, girl. Worst, I do. But here's the thing. I think we do it for the money. I think it's for the money, right? That's why that's why everyone does it is for the money. Is that why you do it, Connor? Is for the money? Is that why you work all those hours? I like not to think about money. <laughs> I th- I think that money is only is it's a ploy by, uh, surprisingly enough, Bernie Sanders. Oh no, Bernie! He's always getting onto the billionaires, but honestly, he's just a sneaky monopoly boy. Oh deep in his no, deep Bernie heart. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Bernie's a saint. I would pray with him. You're a Bernie bro for sure, aren't you? Yeah. I don't... He might run. Do you see that? I don't think he can physically run anymore. Um, Just like... Just cardiovascularly. I just don't think... You don't think he runs? I don't know. If Ruth Bader Ginsburg can run, Bernie's gonna run. Ruth Bader Ginsburg... I almost said Ruth Gator Binsburg, which isn't her name, but I thought but, it was funny. But should be? But it should. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She um, can do anything because she's not human. She's an angel alien sent by the ethos of the universe to bring justice to the world. And I can't wait to see that one movie with the actress named of sex. It's a that good one. Movie. Yeah. It's that one. That, yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah. It's a good movie. I saw Alexandra and I cried. Oh, I want to cry. I've never cried. I want to, I'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry for you. RBG. As they say in that famous play Avita. don't cry for me. RBG. You know, I love you. Ruth, Gator Binsburg. Ruth, you got Binsburned. You know what they say on SNL. I love that sketch. Oh, God, I just love that sketch. Listen, money is not the source of everything. Money is just like kind of how we look at it. So if you find your happiness somewhere else and you can afford your bills, just move into like a smaller apartment and get like a part-time job and only work that. There you go. Get two different roommates split a room with one of them and only work part-time, and then you can afford to live that way. There you go. We solved it for you, Grill Worst. And I think we've solved everything. Oh, Connor, let's just go through honorable mentions. Just one, uh, it looks like there's one Reddit question we didn't answer. We're not going to answer this one, but I just want you to know that it exists. Uh, Reddit user lazy not doing things says, please explain why you want kids. And that's the end of that one. That's our honorable mention for today. Oh, we're having honorable mentions now. Well, I've been collecting a lot of Reddits lately. And um, and so I just wanted to kind of have that. Well, I'm glad that you brought it up. Yeah. Thank you 
for listening to the M word. We're back in our regular schedule that we're doing now. And we're happy to be here. We're happy to have all you new listeners. And if you have a new listener, left us a rating or a review, unlike the many of you that have, which, by the way, thanks for that. Love you. And for the one person who left us a three-star review, who the fuck do you think you are? Huh? But also, thanks. I appreciate it. But also, thank- honestly, though, can you give us some like words feedback? Because that would be like way more helpful. Yeah, but don't post it. If you could just kind of send it anonymously, like kind of a, <laughs> just a DM. Um, but just, yeah, don't share it there on there, um, you know, because that would hurt. Give us that like secret feedback. Yeah. We will take we'll take it very seriously. Honestly, if you could just not give us any feedback and just so that we can kind of believe oh that you believe that that there's no way a podcast could be this good. And so it must be a fake and that's why you gave it three stars then that's fine uh, bother we want to thank Grant O'Brien for our intro and outro music millennial juice fluid and ballad of a dusty boy we also want to thank Men- Mencia Narcinez Cindy Martinez for our cover art yeah hey if you like the show and you want to support it then you should go to patreon.com slash mwordpod where you can give us as little as a dollar a month and Connor's, he's lately, he's been doing a little research. He's going to get some goodies that we're going to send out to all our patrons. So join yep. the team of people over there and you can get little extra snippets. If you want more about our lives and uh, our, how our good brains work, then you can see there's a whole backlog of episodes just for our patrons. We also want to tell you about the submission form. You can go on to mwordpod.com slash submit and give us your sweet problems to be solved by me, the emeritus, and Kyle, the sad boy. That's right. Don't like that branding. Never agree to it. But you can definitely submit problems and give us all your 19, 2019 problems, and we're going to solve them all. Um, unless it's, you know, the government shutdown, in which case it's not... I mean, we could take a stab at it, but... It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And I'm not saying that, like, I know the government's open right now, but, you know, like, it's not going to last. It never lasts. God, it never lasts. Thank you so much for listening. And as we always say, keep those pilots' eyes on the birds, or you're going down. (laughs) Keep your eyes on those Canadian geese. Those damn geese. Kill them. Kill all the geese. (laughs) That's the wall we need. All the geese. See you next week. Bye.